You're listening to the Light Forge Podcast, the key to unlocking your arena success with your co-hosts, ADWCTA and Murps. Welcome to the Light Forge Podcast. This is Adwoke. This is Murps. Uh, look, they, they forgot about the arena. There's nothing to be said. So we're just going to hey. talk about something we made up. That's it. They did not tell us much about anything, whether it's the arena or anything else, really. They said a little bit about Battlegrounds. They uh, announced the Mercenaries update, which is going to be huge. Not enough to get me to play Mercenaries again, but it's going to be huge. Uh, they're finding, they, they're having a new coin system to deal with the uh, old extra coins. Uh, they converted to new useful coins. So, finally, this was something that people expected would be done almost a year ago. Um, and, and it is getting done now. But when it comes to the arena, we do have, like Burp said, zero information. Um, what we do have, though, is a uncharacteristic Blizzard announcement of an announcement of an announcement that also pre-announced some of the big changes because it would be too big to all fit on the announcement date. This has never been done before. Uh, yeah, Blizzard doesn't typically do this, as in, this is something that companies don't like to do. They don't like to hype something up if they aren't sure that it'll create the response uh, that they want. So, Blizzard basically hyping something up means something big should be coming out. It's not just like a, oh, standard patch or standard announcement of, you know, a... A, um, like an expansion announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something different. And we have thoughts. It's out there already for like other people have guessed it. But maybe, it should, you know, maybe it'll affect Arena. Maybe it won't. I'm just kind of sad that we did not get dual class Arena for this year. And I'm. I don't know about that. Yeah. I think we might get dual class Arena after halloween this time we might get it after halloween right it they might just say hey it's not halloween themed right like we it doesn't have to be halloween we um, could just have an event called dual class arena and, and that's yeah. fine um i'm gonna quote this this is called hollow's end is nearly upon us hollow's end is coming with patch 24.6 which is this next patch that will at, at least get announced if not launch on uh, tuesday we go big this year with some fun new things and the return of some old fan favorites. Details will be shared soon. So, I would not be surprised if Dog Class Arena gets announced and that it stays around for an entire month, just like last year. And, you know, we, we quit Arena for a while. Um, that is entirely possible. I hope it doesn't happen because I am against fun or whatever it is this Dog Class Arena thing is. But I will give it a shot. I will give it a shot, especially if they do something new to it, which they probably will, because they now have an actual team working on these events instead of just copying and pasting literally the same event for eight years. Or I guess six years is how long they've had this event. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, stuff is coming. The, the rest of this podcast really is going to be a lot of speculation because we know nothing. Um, but the big speculation that everybody is, is on board with uh, is that the Death Knight class may be coming out. This is something that's been data mined. It's definitely in the game. It's definitely coming out at some point. It's been leaked. 
nobody knows exactly when it's coming out, but it's been leaked that it's coming out. Uh, and then the uh, uh, Blizzard makes this announcement that is like, like, look at what things they announced last week that was too big for the proper announcement stream. The new Battlegrounds Bash, which gives you prizes, like free stuff, that was not important enough to be saved for the actual announcement. That is too minor of a thing. A whole new system, uh, event system that is, you know, set up with a Halloween theme uh, was not important enough. Mercenaries task rework and renown system. The renown system being the new way they use old coins and turn them into new coins. The one thing that all battlegrounds that all mercenaries players have been asking for for an entire year, that was not important enough to make the actual announcement. They had to announce it beforehand. Uh, loner decks for new and returning players, allowing you to uh, uh, just get a deck for free in order to play. Uh, so that old players can come back into the, the constructed game. That's normally like a big deal that you would want to really advertise to your player base so that they get their friends back in the game or they get new players or whatever. That was not important enough for Tuesday's big announcement. So what is Tuesday? That's like three, not like, oh, here are some new cards. That's like three new whole systems. And it covers the bases from like, a technical gameplay element of progression that everyone's been asking for to free stuff for everybody who plays Battleground to the social aspect of getting your friends and getting returning old players who have quit the game to come back. It covers everything. And none of this was important enough. Like, I think it's Death Knight. I'm on board with this. I think there's nothing that can be big enough to announce that they would do this for except Death Knight. Yeah, I, look, uh, what was the exact term they use? Like an old favorite or like a fan favorite or something like that? Uh, I think it has to be that just because it's something that um, I have seen mentioned over and over again. People, you know, okay, look, people obviously complain about it um, on the constructed end, uh, on the arena end as well. And you, if you listen to this, you know our thoughts about it for the arena. Uh, but people kind of liked uh, all the heroes to some extent and what people complained about with death knights it's something that as hearthstone went on it just kind of ended up being as well like they were just like oh it just ends up being a death knight deck right it's like everything revolves around around like uh like rexar right like remember Deathstalker rexar was meta defining for a long long time um and in Arena, people cried about, like, Frostlich Jaina. Uh, but if you look at where Hearthstone is now, a lot of it is kind of, <laughs> for lack of a better term, solitaire. You know, you're playing towards your win condition, right? And yeah, you know, you have to consider what's on the other side of the board. You have to stop them a little bit. But uh, Hearthstone has become more and more solitaire and i think that if you were to reintroduce death knight it's like okay you know we're kind of used to this level of solitaire now and the old complaints about death knights well we're, we're we're sort of comfortable with it by now okay i wasn't talking about like the existing death knight cards i think that a new class is coming like like demon Hunter. oh no, no no i think it's both like i think it's oh both. okay 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 
So, so they're gonna bring Death Knights back into the arena, for example. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like it's both. Celebration oh, I thought we were talking about race. both things. No, no, no. I definitely think it's like oh. a new class as well. But I think it's like because I don't know like what they're gonna do with the new class, right? So I'm not gonna talk. Oh, about Oh, I think that they're first. gonna drop it. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. My prediction. Well, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm like, um, like I think they're gonna drop it. Yes. Like, do I know what it is gonna be about? I have no idea. No. Hmm. Right. Yeah, but how does that relate to the old Death Knight cards? You think the new Death Knight is going to like have like a character change mechanic as one of its like uh, class mechanics? No, no. I guess maybe. No, I like I think that they are going to bring the Death Knight cards back into the arena, and I think they're going to do something with Death Knights, like some old, some new, in constructed as well. Like, mm. it, it, I, I, th- like, I think it's going to be that big. affects everybody. Yes, that's gonna bring I think I think it's in. going to okay. be. I don't know if they're going to do some. I have no idea, but I would be surprised if it was just, you know, quote, just uh, the the new Death Knight class, you know? Yes. Yes. Um, that would be interesting. I didn't, I didn't think about the actual event stuff, mostly because I personally don't care about it. But that would be crazy if they just put Death Knights back into Constructed, as well as uh, Arena, obviously, and then, like, just have it happen. Like, I think Death Knight's dropping on Tuesday, as in... Starting on Tuesday, we will be able to, or Wednesday, whenever the patch actually goes live, we will all be able to play with a new Death Knight class. Because they did that with Demon Hunters. They dropped it about a month, maybe like three weeks uh, earlier than the actual expansion. And it was just like this like stub period. And so we are right now probably about four weeks out of whenever the next expansion is. And so you could just drop Death Knight right now. With all of its like neutral, uh, not neutral, all of its like class uh, basic cards. What do you call it now? Core cards. With all of their core cards, um, and not have the expansion, and then the expansion kicks in in four weeks, and oh look, here's ten more Death Knight cards for you to play with, right? Like really like build the buzz and then like hype it up so people who are really hyped about it can start playing immediately, and people who are less hyped about it by holiday season, Christmas time, beginning of December, they're like, ah, oh, Death Knight has all these cool cards. You know, like, let's let's kind of, like, jump in. Um, but either way, that's going to be huge. Uh, I, I remember when Demon Hunter was added uh, to uh, to the uh, arena. It, it dominated for, like, two months. And then they nerfed it to hell. And you didn't see it. And then the next expansion launched. And it dominated again for a month. And then they nerfed it to hell. And you didn't see it. So they had a lot of trouble balancing Demon Hunters. It was really tough. Um, especially because it was the first hero that had a one mana hero power, mm-hmm. uh, and that changes a lot of things, right? It was a one mana hero power that was like very aggressive. It was like it, it's an extremely good hero power. Um, and here's the thing about Blizzard: they have a, they have a uh, foundational, systemic kind of belief or attitude. Uh, new things should be above above all else fun and we don't mind if it is overpowered and that's Mm -hmm. fine like that that that's fine you definitely don't want your new stuff to suck and for people to be like oh this just isn't fun and you know it's not powerful and if it's just not powerful it's probably not going to be fun for a lot of people as well so i fully expect the new class to be overpowered now there is a difference between overpowered in constructed versus overpowered in the arena, right? If it is yes. based on all of these like synergies or kind of uh, 
If it's like synergy or combo, that's going to be really tough, right? But if it was like Demon Hunter in which it was like in a, a tight aggro package that mm. just had really, really good cards individually. Uh, yeah. That's what made uh, Demon Hunters so good. And you can go the other way, like Priest, right? Like yeah. The new Priest-like class comes out where you have a tight control package. Because remember, there's going to be very few cards that come out in the beginning. And they're going to build the collection up of whatever new classes is coming out. So in the beginning, Arena for this class will feel very consistent. Because your class cards are only going to be the 10 in the core card or however many. So you're going to get them. And so if a lot of them are, let's say, control or card draw or whatever, then you have a very good base. Uh, same if you know, a lot of them are very aggressive and tempo based. You just have to have some kind of theme to come together. And then you will just have a for arena more synergistic deck than any of the other classes because the other classes all have a lot of things going on and get diluted right and this one will not get diluted so if they come out with a class that's like warrior where like yeah your hero power gives you armor but the armor is not the point the point is all the fancy combos you do with the armor that's not going to translate to arena um but uh but yeah uh, there's a there's a good chance that this is going to be an overpowered class of the arena. And, you know, if this is how it's going to be, though, I kind of really like that if they bring Dual Class Arena up uh, here at the same time. Because, one, if you bring Dual Class Arena in at the same time, at least for Arena, it means Death Knight can't be played as a pure class yet. Which means that you have half of your dilution problem, uh, your uh, not dilution, I guess concentration of cards problem, right? Like not enough cards in the in the pool problem as you would uh, normally. And then by the time December rolls around, you have a new set, and then you can actually play Death Knight. It'll at least be better from an arena perspective. So I think this, maybe this unintentionally, why... like this is going to be good for the arena to do a dual class event during this time if. Death Knight is the new class, and it's coming out uh, on Tuesday. This is why I said, like, oh, it's a shame that there is no dual class for this uh, for this year. Mm. Because I, just like you, believe that they are dropping it, right? It's like, oh, we're announcing it, yeah. we're dropping it. And because of that, I can't imagine them doing dual class when there is a new class to play. And in the arena, which is already struggling, you can't play as it, right? Like, you play this weird... It's like, oh, I'm a mage demon hunter. I'm a... I think the opposite. I I don't think they'll do that. I think they want to, like... I think they want to drop it, and they want nobody to be playing the arena. I think they... If you play arena and constructed, they want you to play constructed. They don't want you to play arena. They, They want the only people to be playing arena to be the people who would not play Constructed anyway, who are either Battlegrounds players or Mercenary players or Duels players or I don't know, uh, whatever, right? Those players can play the Arena. So Arena will have some kind of event and the availability of Death Knight, but to the extent they think about Arena or not, or not I don't think there's going to be a big push to like actively get people in the Arena for this uh, for this drop. I think this it's Constructed. You know they design all the new content for Constructed. And they want people to try it out. They don't want people to try out Death Knight in Arena. They want people to try out Death Knight in Constructed. I I feel as though if they're dropping the Death Knight class, that they will want you... Like, that they're basically saying, like, hey, play Hearthstone generally. Like, you know, we're coming out with this, Mm -hmm. this class, and you can have opportunities to play it. Um, Because I don't know how many constructed 
you know, kind of like converts they can get uh, because it is so different, not, not right? Converts, just like constructed players, or, or do you mean that there's just not a lot of players that play both constructed and arena? Yeah, or like basically, look, if you want, if you're an arena player, right? Mm-hmm. Are you just gonna go jam constructed to to play? Maybe the, I don't know. Maybe, but look, if they come out with this, I will I, bet a lot of arena players will dip into constructed. Oh yeah, I, I think they'll dip into it. But I think that they can maximize just people playing their game. Period. If you also offer the the chance to just play Death Knight right. in arena by right, itself. Let me come at it from a different angle. You will get double the opportunity to play Death Knight in a dual class arena situation. Because it's arena, you have to roll Death Knight, and it will be one of 11 classes. So it will be 3 out of 11. That's your rate of being able to play Death Knight if you do, you know, under the current odds. Yes. Which is, uh, which is very low. That's like it's very low. 30%. Versus you but getting. If you do dual class arena, the chance of doing something Death Knight related, huh? 3 divided by 11. Yeah, yeah, but something. Point... No, no, no. But something Death Knight related is not Death Knight. It's something ah. Death Knight related. You, yeah. It's half of Death Knight. It's all the cards. You're all like half the cards are available are going to be Death Knight cards. I don't think that, and, that you know sometimes maybe the hero power. I don't think that's the way people think. I think people think of what they can't get right because there is this new class that they can't play. I think that's what people will focus on. So mm. this is why I like no. We're on the same page here. I think they drop Death Knights on that day, right? I I, I think so. But I, I think the time for dual class has passed. They could still drop it. Look, I, I, I don't know what, what's going to happen. I certainly do not have, like, knowledge of, of this. I don't know. Uh, but I think that they are going to drop it. And I think what is going to happen is uh, we don't have dual class because they want people to have the opportunity to play the new class in the arena but I do think that they are going to bring back the Death Knight cards for the arena. Mm. So we have an event, you can, but you can play the new class as the new class, not like some weird amalgamation of, of the class. Uh, and every single class has like Death Knight cards returning and, and maybe like a, 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 another meta shakeup, right? Because let's face it. The meta needs a shakeup, whether it's introducing like limited time cards, whether it's doing like a, a balance uh, they you know th- they probably won't balance if they're introducing a new class because what's their balance right like see how it shakes out right. first so i'm guessing like it could just be a new rotation yeah it could just be a new rotation but because all the death knight cards except like a couple are on the same rotation right so they yep. could be like it'll be i forget which rotation it was like frozen throne i think that was the one that one that had all the death knight cards so you would just uh bring that back and then i'll say also we're adding the like four other death knight cards we released since then also back in the pool yeah yeah, I don't know if they'll do that exactly, as in bring back the exact expansion. Uh, perhaps they'll do sort of like a Taverns of Time kind of thing, where mm. they're reintroducing just a handful of cards, right? And among those cards are cards that we have seen before, as in the Death Knights. So, I, like, that's my feeling of what's going to happen. We are in agreement that we think that the class is going to get dropped on that date. Um, but... I think our differences are sort of like, I believe there's going to be some event uh, in the arena that is not dual, uh, that is not dual class, that allows you to play the new class immediately. Um, Yeah, yeah. 
like I, I'm just hoping something happens here, and it's not just like oh, like play this new class. Arena is the same old, same old. Yeah, I'm sure something will happen. This all sounds really, really big, and I know historically when things go really, really big, Arena is often left out, regardless. And like anyway, uh, but I think this time Arena won't be left out. Something will happen, even if that something is just hey, dwell class for the next month. You know, like something will happen. This is like a big event. Um, and they're choosing to do it after Halloween for some reason this year. I feel like they did it before Halloween always, but maybe they were like, we do it before Halloween back when it was like more excitement about the next expansion. And here there's not going to be as much ex- uh, excitement about the next expansion, or maybe they're tracking internal metrics and Hearthstone's just generating less excitement period. So they want to like squeeze everything into the holiday season. Um, rather than like spread it out i don't know um but it it is an interesting strategy that they had no event in october and they're gonna put everything in november and probably part two of everything in december um to to try to to try to push for this uh this is also following their introduction of runes right that's the new currency so they really want to make a big push right now to get everybody to be playing this game, getting comfortable with runes, spending some money, and they need content to do that. Like a lot of content, new content that'll make people on the fence be like, all right, I guess this is just what we're doing in Hearthstone now and I will spend some money and buy some packs or like, you know, Battlegrounds things or whatever. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, the... For the Death Knight itself, I think, and this is just this is just uh, my speculation with with nothing to ground it. I think the hero power is going to be something defensive in nature and slow. I think it'll help you get to whatever the later stages of the game is because the last release, Demon Hunter, was doing the exact opposite. All right, it was very pushy. Hear me out. One mana, gain uh-huh. one armor. <laughs> Uh, I think it'll be fancier than that. Like, Demon Hunter was very basic, right? One one mannequin, one attack. You already saw it. It's Druid. It's Rogue. It's just a different way of doing it. I think Death Knight is going to have a different mechanic altogether that the other classes just don't have. And its hero power will relate to it. It's going to be very bespoke. What if it's um, the first hero with a passive hero power? Could be. Could be a passive could be. hero power. Could be. Yeah, but the whole point of Death Knights is that people become Death Knights, right? And it's like kind of a you build up to it kind of like thing. So for the Death Knight itself, and you know, Death Knights have a lot of armor. You picture a knight. Um, so they've got to have some kind of healing or armor abilities. Paladin already took healing, so you're going to be left with, uh, with some armor. Um, and I don't know what it'll actually end up being, but I think we're going to get another, if not control class, then at least attrition class in the arena. Yep. Which is fair, because right now, if you talk about arena and control or attrition, you're mostly talking about priest. And priest is kind of on this lonely island where, like, sometimes shaman will join it, sometimes warlock will join it, sometimes warrior joins it, but for the most part, it really, and, you know, sometimes mages join it, but for the most part, it's just priest. And it's about time we have another one. On the other hand, Paladin's always tempo. Hunters, 
they do things to Hunter. But Hunter should always be tempo. Demon Hunter should always be tempo. You have like a lot of tempo-leaning classes. And you, in Arena, at least, you really don't have that many uh, control-leaning classes. And so having one more will... I mean, I'll hate it. But it'll at least give some balance to the diversity and your like ability to engage in each of these archetypes. Yep. I think that's, uh, I think that's fair. Look... We're talking about all this stuff right now. It is possible that Tuesday rolls around and uh, it is just kind of a, a flop, right? I, I don't know what it could be. Uh, imagine it's all of this and uh, the big reveal is that there's like new rune bundles in the shop. <laughs> I don't know. Something that, that's just like really, really disappointing. Um, in that case, uh, next time they do an announcement uh like this then i think we would all set our expectations lower but blizzard typically doesn't do this like whenever they do this it's like oh something big is happening uh, a, a new mode is coming out they're introducing a new class like it, it's always been something pretty big yep um all right well uh, we're all looking forward to it, and uh, that's why there's we're not even going to analyze anything with this meta, because we did, like, two episodes in a row of decent analysis, I think, and we've also talked about this meta to death, and at the end of the day, it's really just not a very interesting meta to begin with, um, so... Brush up on your, on your fundamentals in this meta a little bit, even if it matters significantly less than you would hope it would it's still it's still good to engage in that and the meta does allow you to engage in it even if it ultimately doesn't matter um i don't know what the next meta is going to be but the topic i want to talk about that kind of links into this is as everything gets more and more overpowered and remember we're not there yet it's not the december expansion yet but i'm sure the december expansion is going to be announced if not now then in like two weeks from now uh and it's it's like coming right around the corner and the December expansion is always when the power creep happens. So, because we just had a huge power creep with Alteric in uh, uh, in last December, I'm not expecting another power creep yet. I think the next power creep will be next December, not this one. But still, December ones are going to be a pretty powerful set. And we now have four sets after the December one comes out in this new power level. So, we keep talking about how Standard Arena is kind of the way to go now at least half the time, but they haven't done it for a while. And even if they do go back to it, it leaves the question of, hey, the other half of the time you're still doing wild rotations. Or maybe even more than half the time you're doing wild rotations. So my question is, what do you do about the wild rotations? They're not going to drop it. You know they're not going to drop it. Like, completely. How do you balance those from here on out? Does it just have to be a hand like a, a curated set of cards from the old sets? Like, what what do you think some of the solutions are? Because um, Matt London has also teased a bit that they're coming up with bigger solutions than what we've been getting that you know take longer time to work on or program or whatever. So uh, the door could be could be open a bit for some you know more changes than just offering rates. Like, what would allow a game developer to keep using the old sets in an arena-style environment with the new sets mixed together and not have the problems that we've been having? Look, uh, the answer comes down to how much resources and work 
Blizzard is willing to allocate into this project. So, simple ones, uh, and, and, and here's the thing. I don't exactly know what is, quote, simple, and I don't exactly know what is hard, because for them, you know, like, I don't program these things. I don't know the code for Hearthstone. What I have seen is that uh, messing with this stuff is really, really hard for them, because um, it's been a long time, right? Like, things go wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly know how easy it is for them to change certain aspects of the game. Having said that... Uh, a quote easy way in my mind and once again i don't know how hard it is to program because one of the problems with uh these older sets is the power variance right you get vanilla like three mana three threes up against uh you know just insane insane cards so what you can do is just give like five more picks and at the end say you can get rid of five cards so this creates smoothness in not only curve because whenever rotations change sometimes we'll also tell you hey this you're not getting threes you're not getting good threes so grab those premium threes uh or man like this is one in which uh your you know twos are going to be kind of hard to get um ex- uh, except if you're like this class or that class it helps smooth that out a little bit more it allows you to uh not play as safe especially if you are like a bad class you 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 can definitely you can swing even more for the fences um Mm -hmm. and and you can get rid of those cards if you want to allocate more resources into it you can do curated sets right you can actually take time to take out some of these cards um and it doesn't have to be perfect you don't have to kind of like do amazing things just looking at some of the really bad cars and they have lots of data by now like they know historically some of the win rates of these cars take those out right just just take all of those out um and then because the first time you do it, it won't be amazing and then you'll, you'll get some uh data about it but you can do that i think that takes more time in some ways maybe less time in others um otherwise I, I think other solutions are probably going to take more time, but I think this to me are like, okay, uh, the pick 35 and out of those at the end, just scrap five to me seems like the easiest. And then the sort of the more, more curated as in, you don't have to go and ask like Mr. 9.4, or you don't have to ask like judge or any of these people um what their thoughts are you can do it yourself just take out a lot of the shitty cards right so i think these are Mm -hmm. two of the easiest ones possible yeah so one of my so one of the big problems with these kinds of mixed uh rotations between wild rotations between new cards and old cards is that whenever you do have any of the new cards that are these big bombs or whatever it just ends the game right like you play a sire game ends you can lower the offering rate and then you're reducing the number of games in which game ends um but they're still there and they are you know worse of a swing than before and you can't solve that problem like even if you take five and then you you get five extra cards and you get to pick you solve the low end you solve the consistency problem right you solve the problem like oh some of these cards are so bad like i don't want to take a four mana three three um but you've actually increased the percent chance that you do have a sire in your deck by like whatever 
five over thirty is. Um, it's one six. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So it's. I, I obviously like the idea of more consistency in the deck, and you can always adjust to your desired amount of sires in your arena or sire-like cards with the offering rate penalties. Um, like maybe you lower your legendary rate penalty, your legendary offering rates in general to account for the fact that you're getting, you know, five more cards in your picks and you're probably keeping the legendaries. There's a lot of existing ways to, to work that in, but that kind of only solves for like half the problem is my point. The big problem of these kinds of ridiculous cards in wild, I think the only way to solve those is to ban the cards. Like, that's why I think the first meta should always be standard. Because you want everyone to play with all the cards. But then whenever you want to go to a wild rotation, rather than having these cards exist at all, even in extremely low percentages, like, I care about it less, but I think a lot of people just have a lot less fun when Sire comes out and destroys everything. I have yet to this day lost to a Sire. I, I know I know that I beat a sire once because somebody a mage used the thing that you know gives everybody a legendary and they pick sire and I did it and they got a sire I was like oh no they have a sire and then I beat them before turn ten um, so I've beaten at least one sire <laughs> that I know of uh, and I've never lost to a sire but but that's just me a lot of people seem to have a lot of problems uh, dealing with that card um, and and meeting up with that card um, the, the real trick is just to not meet up with that card right. Uh, and it ruins their game experience. And that's not going to change, right? Like, you're going to lower the odds of the cards that's still going to be there. Why is that there? Right? Why is that card in there? Is it fun for the person with the Sire? Probably not fun enough compared to, like, the 12 people that they beat up on with the Sire. Like, that can't be a positive, fun utility equation at the end of the day for a game developer. You, you, the 12 people had less fun. One person had, like, somewhat more fun. Um, like that's just it's just it, the math doesn't work out on your utility calculations for uh, for a game developer. Some people really so, like playing Sire, though. I, I gotta yeah, say, yeah, sure, some people, but like that's got to be less than the people who really hate playing against Sire, <laughs> which is everybody. <laughs> yeah, I can certainly think of uh, some people who don't like going up against Sire. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. so I think that like midway through or whenever you just look at your deck and you're like, hey, we're gonna keep the current set in because it is the current set, and here's like thirty cards in this set that are banned in arena. Like it's just the expected band wave that happens. Like call call it the wild rotation excluded cards from this meta. So that the other cards can can stay in. So it'll be kind of like a curated uh, set. But again, right, we're trying to limit the amount of work that developers actually have to do instead of just picking the best cards. Uh, which, you know, I'm sure they can do, but that's a lot of work. You can just find ways to limit, right? So you're still picking some cards, but you're picking in larger, you know, swoops. And uh, and you're solving more problems with, with less effort. Yep. I, th I think it's good to delete these things from from the game or from Arena. Um, you want Arena to have these incremental advantages, and you want comebacks, but the bombs are just a little bit too big right now. Um, I mm -hmm. think that a bomb such as Sire is just something in which... And look, I think it's very telling that in the... In the 
basically whenever they printed sire they also printed theatar right and mm. a lot of people have complaints about theatar a lot of people have complaints about a lot of the things that were printed in in the same time but blizzard also realizes like hey if we're gonna do these big bombs we want there to be a way to disrupt and we sense that games are getting to a point in which okay i wait i play solitaire i hold you off i do my thing and then i win right and they mm-hmm. wanted to give players like okay we want to give you some way to fight back against that because hearthstone is just very non-interactive in that way mtg is very like you interact with the other player's hand in in many ways so you also interact with them at every step on every turn even yes on every step you have to be like yes i allow you to do this yes i allow you to do this right yes i do not interrupt you with my instant yes uh, and in Hearthstone, you you lazily set up a secret, and then the secret <laughs> kind of does its thing, right? Like you, it's like oh, you you walked into my trap card, kind of thing, in which all you have are, are like specific trap cards. So Hearthstone basically gave you a way during this time period to interact with it. Um, but what it really means in the arena, because in the arena, Theatar sucks because you don't know when they have a. Uh, you know, sire. You don't okay. know when the they have. Theatar doesn't suck in arena. It's just it's not. Just not amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I mean, I'm the person who actually liked it, right? Yeah, I, I, you I, like Theatar better than me. Well, no, so this is sort of relative, right? In constructed, right, right, right. it is obviously better than in um, uh, than in arena. Uh, the, the problem in arena is it feels so bad because at least in constructed, you kind of know it's coming. And maybe some of mm-hmm. you guys will be like, well, I, that's not worse for me. Uh, or like, you know, I feel better because of it. I feel worse because of it. I don't know. For me, it, it just sucks because I'm like, oh, man, turn four. I'm using the entire time. Like, oh, what's my play? I have I can either do three, one or two, two, or maybe it's a hero power instead. None of it mattered, right? None of it mattered. They had the siren hand the entire time. <laughs> um, and we'll, like once I see it on like turn 14 or something, I'm like, Okay, so I I wasted a lot of brain power on literally nothing. Like unless I was gonna aggro them down, in which case I had no opportunity to do that. Um, that this this none of this mattered. Um, so that feels really really bad. Um, you just can't have that in the arena. Um, at the same time, a card like Buffoon Biggin, you're also just like, well, what was I supposed to do? Not kill their minion? I don't know. I had to kill their minion. Or it's like, you know, they're just going to bump their minions into me, and they play Buffoon Biggin, and I, I guess I lose. So, yeah, these bans, I think, have to happen. Um, and the tools that Hearthstone gave constructed players, um, as, quote, toxic as they are, or as anger-inducing as, as the answers might be, um, are just not there in the arena, and that is problematic, right? So you have Sire, you never know when you know when he's going to show up, and then he just sort of erases uh, everything that's happened before that point, uh, and it just mm. makes a lot of people way too mad. They're just like, I didn't need to spend all this time, you know? It, it, it's like you, you spent all this time uh, doing a project, whether it's for school or work, and you show up, and at the end, you're like, oh, it's ungraded. Or, oh, you thought that we were going to show this to the client? No, this was just 
you know, you, we just wanted you to do it for the sake of doing it. You're like, wait, what? Um, it just feels really, really bad for players. So, yeah, just get rid of it. That's fine. And I'm not saying get rid of all bombs. You can keep uh, shitty cards, like what Adukta is saying about Ysera, right? Like, you know, bad bombs. You can keep those. Um, okay, okay. Get, get, get rid of Ysera. Ysera is bad for good players, good for bad players. And most players are bad players. Ysera is very good for me. I honestly think if you want to draw a line and if you want to keep some... Because, look, Sire, I think, is way more toxic than Ysera. You agree with that? Yes. Like, way more yes, toxic, yes. right? But I think Ysera should be above the... It should be part of the ban line. Like, I don't think Ysera should be below the ban line. Like, I would definitely draw the line below Ysera. So, that's fine. Wherever you draw the line, I think Sire has to go. Stuff like, uh, you know, stuff like Sire. Uh, so, Sylvanas, mm-hmm. right? Sylvanas, Sylvanas obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously. That's a big one. Uh, all those Colossus. All the ones yes. we rated S plus tier. Yes. All the, uh, I, I totally forgot about those. Well, because, you know, we haven't, we haven't seen them for <laughs> a while. We haven't seen them in a we while. Haven't... We haven't seen them for a while because they realize what the hell happened. They're like, ah, I can't really bring this back in the arena. So, look, uh, I think that you uh, make sure that the Colossal Minions never come back. You can get rid of Sire, Sylvanas. If you want to keep your Sarah in, I'm fine with it. I'm kind of okay with it. I think that's sort of the limit of where a late-game bomb should be, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Sarah is beatable. It, it's not easily beatable, um, but it is beatable. It gives you a little bit more time to beat it, right? And you want to think about ways in which you, you can potentially beat it. Uh, Sire is just like, you're winning, you're winning, you're winning, suddenly a 30 mana swing. Like, yep. okay, that's a little bit too much. Like, that's a little bit more than what I was expecting. And it's not even RNG, right? Well, I, it could be RNG, but lots of times it is not RNG. It's not like a box in which if they play a box of Yog Saran, and if it is a 30 mana swing from a box, you're like, okay well they just got lucky but a lot of times with sire it's like there wasn't really any luck involved they were going to clear your massive board and also heal up uh so now Mm -hmm. so now you're 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 dead yep yep i mean that's that's how the game goes um and that's if we have very little solutions on the technical side if you had technical abilities uh you can make arena so much better um you know, we kept talking about Arena 2.0. Obviously, Arena 2.0 is not coming on Tuesday. I think that's a little too early for Arena 2.0 to be coming. Um, but uh, if you could, if they could do something in a consistent way, like here are some cards in which it has a certain mechanic associated with it, and they are just going to get nerfed for the arena. You know, rather than just nerfing offering rates, they actually nerf the card itself. Which I know, from a dev perspective, you want people to think this is a loot hoarder. Loot hoarders look like this. Loot hoarders do this. Loot hoarders cost this. This is a loot hoarder, right? But you also can see that they're not really 100% on this rule. Like, Battlegrounds exists. It has all these random minions that, you know, back in the day used to exist in Battlegrounds and existed in, in normal Hearthstone. And they did not have the same mana costs. Um, so I think the era of arena and constructed have to be one-to-one. It doesn't have to remain consistent. Like, I think that era could come to an end with a lot less loss of consistency 
than would be the case, say, four years ago because of everything else that's happened in Hearthstone. So if you just had, like, especially if you, you're not doing individual cards and people get confused, you're just doing general rules like, hey, Colossus is a mechanic that is too powerful in Arena. All Colossus cards are nerfed. Discoverer is a card that is too powerful in Arena. All Colossus cards are nerfed. And, you know, you can nerf them in different ways, too. But as long as players know that this type of card is nerfed, they'll be able to watch out for it. And they'll mentally create two versions of the card, right? Like, this is the constructive version. This is the arena version. I think you just have to go by mechanic rather than by a specific card. Like, wild seeds are too powerful in arena. And so you'll have a list of nerfed mechanics, not a list of nerfed cards. And every card in that mechanic gets nerfed somehow. Even if that makes a card that is not actually problematic in Arena, just even worse. Like, just to keep the consistency that players expect everything to be nerfed a bit and different in Arena. So let's say you have a Discover card that's not really a problem. Like, I don't know, that 3-mana 2-2 that discovers a 4-mana card, right? Nobody, Nobody's complaining that that's OP. I think you got to nerf that a little bit in that case. Um, just to remain consistent, right? Um, or you just, like, don't put it in the Arena at all. Uh, but I think that is a easier way to fix some of the problematic cards. Almost all the problematic cards, I think, outside of Legendaries. Um, without upsetting stuff. Uh, so, like, locations, right? All locations have one less charge. Well, that's just how it is, right? Or all the locations cost one more mana. Whatever you want to do. Um, you have these things, people can remember them easily, and, uh, and you've fixed a lot of cards in Arena that were problematic and now don't even have to have lowered offering rates. So, if you, I don't know how easy it is to technically do that, but there's also, a, I think, a dev mental hesitation for creating a different set of cards for Arena. Um, but like, like I said, I think the era for that is over. I think cards are just, they can just be different. Um... And the percentage of players who play Arena and Constructed is now a lot lower than that used to be because there's so many different game modes. Um, so, like, I don't know. How many Battlegrounds players play Constructed? How many Battlegrounds players play Duels, right? Like, these kinds of things, they're not, they're not as intermingly as they were before. When you just had Arena and Constructed, every Arena player also played Constructed somewhat. And then they quit. Or... And, and every constructive player played a little arena, and then they quit. And we're at the point now where, like Murps was saying, there's not that much overlap between constructed and arena players. I think there's still some, but it's usually like a lot of people that quit stuff. And if you quit one and you're playing the other, you know, you may go back to the other one, but you're already mentally separating the two. It is not Hearthstone the game. It is Hearthstone Arena versus Hearthstone Battlegrounds versus Hearthstone Constructed. Yep. I think that's fair. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say uh, before before the big, big, big patch? Because next episode's going to be crazy. I don't know how it's going to be crazy, but if, if, if they, they better not fumble this announcement. They hyped it up too much. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think I have anything more to say. I, I just want to... I, I also believe it's like, man, if you're going to make an announcement about this, you, you better nail it. Um, and, mm -hmm. and I think it'll be big. I think it'll be fun. Like, Hearthstone needs something. Like, all the modes need something, I, I think. Uh, 
And so, look, I... Death. Whatever it is, I'm hoping the arena also gets a slice of the pie. You know, whatever changes there are. All right. So, until next week, when we discuss the slice, the new slice of the pie that, that we're all getting, uh, this is Adwikta. This is Merp. See you guys. Enjoying the Light Forge? For the full rundown on Hearthstone Arena draft strategy, card review, and arena gameplay, follow us on YouTube, Twitter, or twitch.tv at ADWCTA. Support the podcast by sharing us with your friends and family, or become a patron at patreon.com slash grinning goat. Thank you for tuning in, and see you next week.